Welkom. <laughs> Wrong language. <laughs> okay. Welcome to another episode of the Take the Leap podcast. Today we are going to talk about the five most asked questions I get about breathwork. And uh, I already posted something on Instagram about it. It was in Dutch. So I also decided to create this podcast episode for you to answer these questions in English. Um, I'm so excited because this Sunday is my very first live session, my very first breathwork session in The Hague. Um, I've only facilitated online and through Zoom. So for me, it's very new to be doing this. Um, yeah, with you guys face to face and live. I'm so excited to meet some of you in real time. So I hope to be doing these sessions more often and I will let you know my new website is live as well. I have changed my language to Dutch. If you haven't noticed that on my um, Instagram account and on my TikTok and everything, I just feel like Um, that it for me is the best business decision right now, but I enjoy speaking English still. So that's why I continue the podcast in English. And also I have a lot of listeners from you in the USA and Canada. So hi to you guys. I know you're listening. I can see that in my stats. And so that is why I want to continue um, doing the podcast in English. But what I have done is that I have facilitated all of my breathwork sessions in English because I just feel that the English language is so Uh, much more suited for facilitation and I feel like it's much softer than the Dutch language so I really enjoy facilitating in English and so that's why my breathwork sessions will continue to stay in English so if you would like to join through a zoom um, online session that is still possible I will pick some dates for this year and then of course next year I will have a full at least that is my intention I really want to be facilitating online at least once a month and also live. So you can meet me in multiple ways and I'm so excited. But today I wanted to dive into the five most um, asked questions that I get from you guys. I know that um, breath work, especially here in, in Holland, um, it might be seen as something like almost esoteric, I would say. Um, but yeah, I just want to lift the veil and educate you. Um, so yes, I just want to cover the five most asked questions I get from you guys about breath work. Um, a lot of you that have followed me through this journey um, are not really familiar with it, which is fine. This is the perfect chance to um, dive into it. And so I want to uh, educate you or wherever I can. And I, just, I would love to welcome you in one of my ceremonies where you feel comfortable and you're ready to experience the beauty and the magic of breathwork because truly it's amazing. Before I want to answer these questions, I do want to uh, kind of get into why I decided to facilitate breath work because I know for some of you, it might seem like I'm jumping from one thing to the other, but I've always done coaching for the past five years. And I've really enjoyed coaching. I started out as like an Instagram social media coach where I was teaching business owners how to market themselves online. Then I kind of went into the career coaching space because I noticed that when you are a business owner and you want to market yourself, 
it'll be so much easier if you do that from a place of purpose and of love. Like if you love what you do, you don't have to think about your marketing because it just flows through you, right? Of course, you can learn some like practical skills, but when you when you really are passionate about what you do, the, the Instagram posts and the reels and everything, they just come through you and you don't have to think about them so much. And so that's why I decided to kind of go into that direction where I was, you know, coaching a lot of people on finding their purpose and working from this place of, I don't want to say passion because I don't like seeing that, but when you are passionate about what you do and when you are on the right path for you, um, just, yeah, your career becomes so much more enjoyable and you can have your business or you can apply to jobs that actually suit you. And um, once I got on that path, uh, I decided to add spirituality into the mix because I know that finding your purpose, quote unquote, I don't think you can find it. It's something that you're just growing into. Um, but purpose has this really big link to spirituality, right? Where you have to trust the universe and trust yourself and you can look into um, your your quote unquote personality through human design and astrology. And since, because I've been doing that since I was very little to me, just adding that spirituality to the mix, I'm just going to call it spirituality because, you know, I don't know what other term to call it, but, but adding that into the, the career coaching, it really became this thing of, okay, what is right for you? What are you meant to do on this planet? Who are you really diving into those topics? Um, and because I still believe that that is like the true way to find your purpose is to really go to um, things like human design or gene keys and adding that to your life experience, the, the life that you have led up to now. Um, also, what comes with that is really removing that victim mindset of uh, everything is being done to me, you know, and um, so that's why I decided to add that to the mix. But then... What I noticed is that a lot of my coaching clients wanted this one and done answer, right? They want, they came to me, they're like, I don't know, I don't like my job right now. What should I do? And the question that I cannot answer for you because I cannot do the work for you, right? Coaching is not about mentoring. It's not about giving someone all the answers. It's not consulting. It's not the same thing. Um, coaching is really holding you accountable and asking you the right questions and, and making sure that you do what you say you're going to do. That's what coaching is. And it's not so much about giving you a one and done answer on what you should be doing in this life. And I've noticed that, <clears throat> excuse me, that question came up so often that I was like, okay, I can no longer do this because one of you do, that's, it's not up to me. And I was looking for a practical tool that we all have access to, to uncover more of that purpose and to gain more of that confidence and to gain more of that self-love and to uh, accept yourself the way that you are and to become so confident in what you want to do in this life that you're able to communicate that to everyone around you and no longer let other people's opinions of you affect your career. So looking for a practical tool that would help me um, pass that on to all of you. And um, first I was looking into human design. I was looking into NLP, you know, we should do all those things, but there are amazing people around me who do that and who are so good at that. And I it just didn't feel like the right fit for me. And then I, um, 
I don't know how I actually really got into the idea of breathwork, but I know that I've been doing breathwork for the past three years and it has really helped me. And this year I was, of course, struggling with a lot of grief uh, with my mom's passing and breathwork became a tool to feel those emotions, to let that trauma pass through my body and through my system. And it really helped me to gain more insight into that emotion. And I was able to not so much release it, but to give it such a special place in my heart. And I just noticed the power of breathwork and what it can really do to you, not just to your body physically, but what it does to you mentally, emotionally, spiritually. There's something magical about breathwork that combines everything together. And for me, in this practice, it's just all, it comes together. Everything comes together. And um, by practicing this breath work on a weekly basis, I noticed that not only was I able to give this grief a proper place in my life, I was able to trust more in my life. I was able to let things go with the flow. I was able to release like really old traumas. And with every session that I went, went into, I had this, this, this intent, this today, I would like to release this, or today I want to tap into maybe a little bit more of self-love and then I don't know somewhere around the spring it just clicked for me I was like wait a minute <clears throat> I need to pass the power of breath to other people around I know it can be so helpful to all of you um, and it can be applied to all of the different areas of our life all I know is that the thing that I really find important in this life is that I want to have as less stress as possible. I want a stress-less life. I hate stress. I despise it. Um, I don't feel like it's it should be normalized, you know, like, oh yeah, we're always busy and we're working and we're working like nine to five and we want to climb the corporate ladder. Great. I love that. I love that, but I don't enjoy all of the stress that comes with it right? And our lives are so busy. We have a social life, we have kids, we have this job, you have ambition, you, you want to have a perfect body. So you want to work out and eat healthy, all of this responsibility in your life. And it just becomes so much. And that's what creates all of this stress. And I, this, this year, this has really been like the biggest thing for me this year. I've just decided I'm over it. I'm so done with it. And I found my refuge in breathwork. That to me this year has turned it all around. Um, and that's why I wanted to incorporate it in my own business and started to facilitate. So this spring I was like, okay, I am going to just uh, sign up to a school, a breathwork school. And I want to learn how to do this. I really want to learn how to do this. So I went to, um, to inner camp. That's what it's called at this like 12 week uh, online course and I'm still finishing up everything uh, inside of there because it's not just like a three month okay you're one and done <laughs> out of it um, before first you have to heal yourself right or at least um, get really acquainted with yourself through breath work and then they teach you how to facilitate it I think that's a great combination I would never want to just learn how to facilitate that's not what I'm doing because I don't want to pass on my uh, traumas and my <laughs> energy onto you that's not what I'm I'm here to facilitate you and I want you to take your breathwork journey. And that is why my new slogan is also, it's not about me, 
it's about you. And I think that's a great slogan for my business because um, I'm here to serve you. I'm here to, here to guide you through your journey. And I'm here to take you by the hand and make sure that you're safe and that you're loved and you're welcomed. And um, yeah, that you're ready for your breathwork journey. And all you have to do is breathe. That's the most amazing thing about this whole breathwork thing is that it's just breathing, right? It's just breathing. It's amazing. The power of breath. It's it's magical, like I said. So I, I, um, I would love it for you to to join one of these ceremonies, either live or in person. I think it's going to be life changing. That's why I call it breakthroughs. Every time I get off the mat myself, right? I, I quote unquote wake up from my breathwork session. I just, I, I it takes me like a, a week to integrate all of the things that I've seen and heard and experienced on the mat. So, um, yeah, pure magic. Um, but before you might want to join, maybe you're still a little hesitant. You're like, what the, what the, what the hell is breathwork anyway? And, um, yeah. So my five most common questions that I want to cover today, and let me just look at my computer really quick. The number one question that I get is, is breathwork scary? Um, and I totally get that question um, because it feels like, because when, when we talk about it, when people talk about it, we talk about like, oh my God, it's magic. It's like, I'm on LSD without LSD. Um, and I wouldn't say breath work in itself is scary. Again, it is just breathing. Someone is guiding you to the right breath and someone is teaching you how to uh, breathe in the, in the proper technique, right? Nothing, nothing else is happening. It's just breath. But what happens, I think, is that um, what makes it so quote unquote scary is that through that session, a lot of emotion can pop up. I mean, it's not unusual to cry. It's not unusual to scream. It's not unusual to make really weird movements. It is not unusual to feel really tingly sensations through your body. It's called tetany. So I can understand why that, because it's so uncomfortable and it's so unfamiliar, that can be the, the scary part, right? And I, the thing that I experienced myself when I started three years ago, I went into a session three years ago without even knowing what breathwork was. I just, I was in this online container, um, this like four week of spiritual journey online during um, a month long online container. And someone was like, okay, I'm, I'm going to facilitate breathwork right now through Zoom. If you want to join, please click this link. And I was like, sure, I have nothing to do. I didn't have a kid back then. So I was like, okay, yes, I'm joining. And <laughs> it was a one hour shamanic session. It was shamanic breathwork. And I've never even done breathwork before. And I remember just waking up from the, or like, it's not waking up, but I remember just ending that session and getting up. And I was what the fuck was that? I saw colors. I saw energy. My whole body was tingling. I was sweating. I was crying. Like every, I, I just, I went in it and I didn't know what breathwork was. So to me, it was just like, what's this? Right. And then it was a shamanic experience as well. So after that, I didn't practice for a long time because I was like, this is not for me. I just, I had this feeling like I opened up something. I opened up this thing inside of me and all of these emotions came out and, and uh, reminded of a past trauma 
that I had repressed for a very long time. I had repressed a lot of sexual trauma in my life, but through that session, boom, it just came right back up. And I had no idea that that actually happened to me. And after that breathwork session, it became, became clear to me that I was, that I was sexually assaulted. And it was the first time in my life I was able to admit that to my like, okay, this actually happened, right? You're, you're not making this up. This happened to you. And so to me, that was quite scary that through just breathing, um, all of this past stuff came up from my life. And I think that's the scary part that we're talking about, right? Are you able to handle these emotions? Are you able to um, feel them properly? And will you be taken care of? And that is why it's so important to have a good facilitator that you trust. That is why there are so many different breathwork facilitators. That is why there are so many types of sessions because you have to go to what you feel comfortable with. I went to some random online thing that I had no previous knowledge about the facilitator. I had no idea who it was. And so I was not taken care of after the session. It was just like, okay, we're done. And we all logged off, off of Zoom. Whereas this is also what I've been taught is that you need, you know, to be trauma informed and to understand what your um, breathers go through in that session is so important because it's not what happens on the mat during that session it's more about what happens after right what what has been lifted what has been uh, given space what comes out you have no idea and I think that's what um, what we we typically think typically think of as scary are to handle these emotions and what if more of these emotions all of a sudden come showing up and what if like myself what if you uncover past trauma that you always you've always repressed like what happens then right so it's very important to have a good support system when you're doing breath work it's important to be with a facilitator again that you feel really comfortable with that you feel safe with that you feel loved by so that you're able to share your experience openly and you can talk about it and you're able to integrate it with that facilitator mm. breath work is not I repeat, it's not a, um, uh, it's not therapy and it's not, you cannot replace your therapy, mental therapy with breath work. Breath work um, supports therapy. I think it's a great, great tool to combine with your, with your therapy, but it's not a replacement. So I cannot diagnose you. I cannot tell you what to do with all of these emotions. What I am here to do is to, create that space for you to hold you to know that you are safe, that you are loved and that there's nothing, you know, there's nothing bad going on. That's all I can do for you. But if you have uh, mental issues, emotional issues, whatever it is, uh, I always suggest you go find professional help for that medical help for that. Cause that's something different. Uh, when I did breath work this year to uh, work through my grief, I was also seeing a psychologist Right. So that was it was two different things. And that's why I enjoy the breath work so much, because the psychology is very much mental. It's very much um, uh, rational. It's very much. Yeah. You know, like the psychology that we see today um, is, is it's a bit more mental and therefore masculine. And I will get to my next question in a minute. But breath work is very like feminine. It's very much into the feeling and into the emotions, into the somatic practices so that you're really physically feeling these emotions. So, again. 
is it scary? No, it's not scary. It's the the ceremony itself is not scary. I'm not going to give you some weird type. It's not ayahuasca, right? It's not, it's, I'm not going to give you any drugs. I'm not going to give you any plant medicine. I'm just going to tell you to breathe. And you are always in control of your breath. Always. If you feel like it's going too fast, you stop, you go back to your nose breathing. No big deal. Still going to be an amazing experience. Like try the, nothing about breathwork ceremonies is scary. Um, what happens afterwards or the, the emotions are released. Yeah. That can have an effect on you. And if you are a stable, mentally healthy person, you should be able to handle that. Um, but other than that, I love how my camera equipment just quit on me. But what I was saying is that if you are a mentally healthy and stable person, you should be able to uh, to handle all of these emotions that come up. And if you feel like you need more help with that, um, please do that beforehand, before you practice breath work and find your therapist or someone else to um, guide you within that area, within the medical area. Um, I already talked about it just a little bit just now, but the other question that I get a lot is what is the difference between meditation and breath work? And here is my explanation. I feel that meditation is very much mental, right? It's about creating space inside of your head. It's about calming your thoughts. It's about your mind. It's very cognitive. It's rational. It's beautiful. It's absolutely, I love meditation. Like, don't get me wrong, but it's just, it's very much head-based, right? And breath work is body-based. Breath work is feminine it's feeling not thinking it's feeling it's it's emotional it's somatic it's it's i mean it's just magical <laughs> and it really just focuses on um your emotional journey and and it combines a lot of spirituality as well so um it's physical it's so much more than just calming your mind it's really calming the body in a way because you are able to release all of these emotions you're able to release old traumas or at least create a greater sense of consciousness around them and that in itself is so freeing um, you can feel it in your in your body physically but also energetically mm. I like to combine the two, right? I like to combine the meditation with breath work. It's not like since I've started practicing breath work, I no longer meditate. That's bullshit. I combine the two together and uh, they make a great combination. Um, and the best way I can describe this, because I always, cause, okay, additional question. <laughs> it's like, yeah, but what, you know, why do we have to release all of this emotional trauma in our body? Like, what does that do? And it's not like you're going to go to a session and you're going to breathe and all of a sudden uh, you're no longer sad. You know, that's not that's not what it does. But it you know how when you're um, when you're sad, when you want to cry, you can just feel it in your like throat. You can just feel it tightening or when you're angry, you can feel that in your stomach and you can feel it in your shoulders. They just tighten up, you know. And that's something that we're very much aware of. Those are sensations that we are aware of. You know, when you find, when you open your phone and you have this notification of a, of a message of someone that you really fucking hate, something happens to your body. And when I talk about trauma, we're not talking about like huge 
things not only about huge things like sexual assault but we're all trauma is almost um it's a daily thing right it's not it doesn't have to be huge you don't have to have like big emotional trauma to have stored emotions in your body and stress in your body um like i said just receiving that message from someone that you don't like or receiving an email from a colleague that you had some falling out with all also creates this trauma within your body. It has a reaction. It has a physical reaction. Maybe you're not always aware of it, but, but it's there. Right. And because we have such busy lives and because we have such demanding jobs, all of this stuff stuff happens on a daily basis. And so you, it's stored inside of your body. And if you don't do anything with that, it becomes a, a, a physical manifestation, right? Like I said, the tight shoulders, for example, is a very, physical manifestation because of some sort of stress and there is a cause for that stress and we need to look at the root of the problem and fix the root of the problem if you want to release all of that tension in your body i think breath work is a great way to do that um so like i said it's very physical it's very much um a physical practice that's what makes it different uh, that's what makes it different from uh, meditation meditation is a very mental practice it's a very uh it's a great way to quiet the mind, right? And usually when you when you meditate, you either sit down, you sit or you lie down. Of course, there are walking meditations. There are many different forms of meditations, but usually you're static. Whereas in um, breath work, you let it just flow through your body and you can move around and uh, intuitively, you know, do whatever your body needs to do. And um, I think if you combine both of them, like I've been doing for the past few years, you create this beautiful balance within yourself also with the masculine energy and the feminine energy. So uh, that might be something uh, to consider. Um, but yeah, to me, that is the biggest difference. All right, another question that I got, why can't I find any breathwork sessions on YouTube? I want to practice at home. I don't want to go to a facilitator just yet. I don't want to really spend money on it. I want to see if it's for me, but I can't find any breathwork sessions on YouTube. Why? Um, well, I kind of answered that in the first question because breathwork in itself is not um, scary. It's not unsafe, uh, but it does require good facilitation. And good facilitation can only be done when you are in the room with your breather can be online can be in the room itself like physical face to face but as a facilitator it's very important to be there you have to see what your breather is doing you have to feel the energy in the in the space to know what type of direction to give your breathers and that's that's my personal opinion but i think a lot of people in the breathwork space share that with me facilitation is an and um, knowing what your breather needs intuitively is something that you have to be present for, right? Not per se physically, but you have to see what is going on. You have to energetically feel what is going on with your breather. And so that's why it's very difficult to record a session and just post it online and you having a great breath work ceremony. That, that to me is just not possible in that way like for meditation you can have a guided meditation right but with breathing with with breath work um i as a facilitator also have to make sure that you are using the proper breathing technique and that you're not hyperventilating 
um, that you are viewing um, where you can want to continue. And I also have to, <clears throat> excuse me, adjust my facilitation on your on your needs. So if I see that you are in a um, certain state, for example, maybe you are breathing and then all of a sudden you stop breathing really heavily because you are in a certain like headspace, you're experiencing something with your body or you're releasing some type of trauma. I can help you with that. I can help you by using words, words of affirmation. Um, I can, I can help you by doing, if I'm there physically to do some work, some energetic work, I can help you move through those emotions, but I have to be there. I have to be present. Otherwise I don't know what's going on. So, <clears throat> uh, facilitate, like, yeah, facilitation is an art. Like I said, it's not just something that's one and done copy paste <laughs> and post, you know, it's not something like that. It's, it's a beautiful energetic exchange between the facilitator and the breather. And uh, of course you have one-on-one -on -one sessions that are, that can be tailored to your needs. Like what if you are someone who uh, maybe you're a mom like me and you're just missing that appreciation from your partner. Maybe you're missing that self-love. Maybe your cup is empty and you cannot give your family the love that it needs, right? If that is your, <clears throat> your quote unquote problem, and then we can work on that one on one and I can we can talk about the types of affirmations that you need. Right. Maybe you need to work on self-love. And so I can give you that self-love in the session. But that's tailored to you. It's very personal um, with a group session that might be a bit different. That's why I always set an intention with the group session, because I want the, the group session to focus on one general thing. <clears throat> So for the for this Sunday, the intention is to activate. I really want you to fill your own cup enough so that you are able to push through this this 2022 with a bang. I want you to end it successfully, happily, with joy. So we're going to focus on that um, on the 30th of this Sunday. So breathwork is not a it's not a guided meditation it's not like here are your instructions and there you go it's it's not something that you can record and um, create the most no let me say that differently you you create the maximum experience when you are there with your breather as a facilitator because you you create this space, you hold space and you can personalize it and you can, as a safety issue, make sure that people are not hyperventilating. That's that's the biggest thing. So um, if you do find breathwork on YouTube, I mean, feel free to, to do that. I personally wouldn't because it's the person who is facilitating is not there with you. And um, it, yeah, it's, it, it, the experience is not going to be the same. That's just my general advice. Um, then I get a question on what happens during a session. Like, I want to know you're um, facilitating, like, what does that mean? What do I have to bring? What's happening? So let me just give you a really quick breakdown on what genuinely, generally, sorry, happens during these sessions. So what I suggest that you do when you come into one of my sessions is you come early, right? I would maybe like 10 to 15 minutes, you come early you come to the space so that you can get acquainted with the space. I want you to feel safe and comfortable. So it's amazing if you could be there a little bit earlier, lay down your yoga mat and just take in the space. And okay, I'm getting ready to do this breathwork session. Um, what we will do then is 
I will open up the session. We're just going to have a very quick rundown of the breathing techniques that we will be using. I will make sure to give you some general instructions and uh, what's going to happen and what type of music I will be playing, which is different all the time, depending on the intention, depending on your needs, whatever it is. And then we will um, set the intention together. So you have your journal with you and you can set your intention in your journal. You can just kind of write down what's going through you in the moment, set your intention, and then you're gonna lay down and we're gonna start the breathwork session. We will start usually by grounding because I want you to uh, be in the present moment. I know how our lives are really busy and you rush in and you lay on your yoga mat and now here we go. Um, so the first 10 minutes will probably mostly be grounding, just really coming into your body, feeling all of the sensations, really mindful, just getting into the present moment. Then we will start actively breathing, mouth breathing uh, for the next, 30 to 40 minutes my music will guide you I will guide you through that at some point there's going to be a peak in the music you can hear it you can feel it I will facilitate that for you it's going to have this huge peak and then there's this this moment of release it's almost like a climax right it's almost like a, like a I call it like an emotional orgasm it's like peace whatever is there and then we'll have um uh, 10 minutes, 15 minutes of just meditation. Um, you will lie on the mat, stay on the mat, meditate, be very, I will be quiet. I won't say a thing. I will just let you have your moment. And then we will come back to the space, to our, to our room. I always feel like I'm coming back down to earth. Cause I don't know where during breath work. I don't know. I don't, I visit like, I, don't know, I visit like many different spaces and then I have to come back into my own body and wake up and be here again. So for that, I will have you journal, write down whatever you have going on inside of you. I know that if you don't do that and you just leave, you might forget all of the things that you saw, experienced or felt within your body. It's, it's, it's important to write that down so you know what happened during your breathwork ceremony. You can look back on it. Maybe you have amazing insights. Sometimes you get this amazing idea or um, a quote. I once had the solution to one of my biggest problems. I don't know. I just, I, if you don't write it down, you're going to forget so that's important. We'll have a moment of journaling and then we'll have a moment of integration. So if you want to share about your experience, you can do that with the group or with me. Um, just have a bit of a chit chat, drink some water, calm back down, slowly come back to your daily life. And then we will pack our things and we will close the space and um, energetically and then um, you can go home or you can close Zoom. <laughs> um, so that's typically how a session is done with me. Of course, there are many different types of breathwork sessions. There are many different types of breathwork. You have holotropic, rebirthing. I do conscious connected breathwork. There's also Wim Hof, where you get to go into this cold bath. You know, there are many different types of breathwork. Amazing. All of them are beautiful. Shamanic is beautiful as well, if you're prepared for that. Um, yeah, you know, just look at what is best for you, what feels right for you. Your intuition will tell you if something feels good. 
And if the session wasn't something that you had expected, that's fine. You know, um, talk about it. Uh, maybe it's not for you. That's fine. I had that with shamanic breathwork for a really long time because I experienced that the first try. Hated it. Fully hated it. My gut said no. And then this past summer, I received amazing shamanic facilitation. And I was just like, flabbergasted else I felt like I had left planet earth I went to some other dimension and I came back a different person and it was beautiful because it was facilitated in the most beautiful way and um yeah I'm very grateful for that so each experience every breathwork session is different I feel like you cannot go to a breathwork session expecting the the same thing it's not like you get the same thoughts or feelings or sensations every time. It's not, it's not like that. Every time you go to the mat, it's going to be a beautiful surprise at, at that saying for the, for taking breath work, like for, for really um, receiving it, but it's also uh, the same for giving um, or facilitating breath work. It's never the same session. And I think that is so beautiful and that's because the energy in the room is different every time. The people that are in front of me are different every time. So it's very difficult to have the same type of experience um, every single time. That's what makes it so beautiful. And then the last question, um, it's a bit more scientific. And it, people ask me, is breath work scientifically proven? Like, does it actually work? <laughs> um, yes. Yes. And if you want to read more about that, I suggest you read the book um, Breath by James Nestor. I think he, he has done a great job at um, what's it called? collecting all of these different studies and um, bundling them in one book that is easy to read. It's really fun to read because he tells these stories. Um, but he includes all of the scientific research. I think it's a great book if you want to read that. So yes, it has been scientifically proven. What the discussion is about is how these different types of consciousness, these states of consciousness are achieved. Um, some people um, think it's like a, just a physical thing. I'm trying to explain this the right way. Some people think that it's just a physical thing, like because you're breathing and you're getting in more oxygen into your body and that has an effect on your cells and on your blood and everything in your body. So it's a very physical thing. Uh, others uh, believe it's more of a, a spiritual energetic thing. Um, I was, I'm reading a book right now. It's called, uh, I don't have it with me. It's called Integral Psychology. And it's a beautiful book on how, Western science has really downplayed um, spiritual and religious concepts. And so um, how, it, and he's trying to find a way, I don't know who, is it, who, who it's by, I'll put it in the show notes, but he, he's trying to find a way to, to create this integral psychology where you, integral psychology, where you combine the Western knowledge with the Eastern knowledge, right? And have this full spectrum of science you and I can sense with our with our senses but also how you can incorporate more of the spiritual side to these things right um so yeah the, it, there's a lot of scientific research that goes into the breath and may I remind you 
that breathing breath goes back I don't even know, like thousands of years. And it has been used for thousands of years by different um, civilizations in the world to become healthy and, and to use it as a tool for growth, healing, transformation, all of that stuff. So yes, if I were to have to, if I had to give one answer, yes, it has been scientifically proven. Um, and um it's up to you to kind of dig into that. I feel I'm not going to go into that too much during this podcast. I can do that um, in a different episode. If you'd like to really dig down into how the lungs work and how the cells work and how the blood works and the brain works and how oxygen plays a role in that, I can do that. But that's a different episode. Um, again, the book Breath by James Nestor is a great resource. It's a great start if you want to learn more about this. Um, and he breaks it down into inhaling, exhaling, holding the breath. There's many different experience, um, experiments and a lot of uh, resources that he uses. So yeah, go ahead and check that out. Um, if you have any more questions about breath work, feel free to ask them. I can do another episode uh, like this if you'd like. Um, and of course, I would love to welcome you in one of my ceremonies. Keep the website in uh, your mind. I will make sure to post about this on social media and promote my ceremonies and everything. And I hope to meet you in one of them. Have a great day and talk to you soon. Bye.